0: Good afternoon again everybody and welcome along to another edition of Ireland Calling, broadcasting to you from my home office here as usual on a wet Wednesday afternoon in Auckland. But we need the rain and it looks like the restrictions could be lifted here uh, in Auckland because we've been saving water for the last uh, six months. But our reservoirs could be at 70% after all the heavy rain we've had over the last uh, few weeks. Ireland Calling, as always, brought to you with the support of the Hugh Green Group. Have you listened to us tonight on Canada FM in Auckland on a Wednesday night, Saturday night on Plains FM in Christchurch, Sunday afternoon on Kapiti Coast Radio or Sunday evening on uh, Wellington Access Radio. Or any other night of the week on planetaudio.org, and "Welcome along, and uh, hopefully you can stay with me here for the the next hour, and we'll bring you all the latest news from Ireland. Looking like there'll be restrictions lifted next week, which is good, and uh, more about that uh, through the next hour, and plenty of music. But I thought it's only fair; it's a long time uh, since they won their provincial titles. But uh, John Killers Tipperary, uh, for the first time in eighty-five years, are Munster Football Championships champions." And Cavan, uh, for the second time in almost 50 years, last win in their Ulster title, uh, we thought we'd play back-to-back songs by the man himself, Paddy Riley, and uh, he's going to, what do you call it, uh, start the ball rolling here, which sleeve him on and uh, followed up with uh, Cavan girls. So, uh, Paddy, in your own time here, take it away, and just, to, we'll go through it in sports again, but Tipperary beat at Cork in the Munster football final, and Cavan... Uh, uh, Donny Gold. So what do you call it? Uh, we're off, I think, with Cavan Girl first. Penny wants to sing the Cavan song. Guys. As I walk the
1: road
2: from we Weary I sit down For it's twelve Get to Cavern Town. The water and the road I go. Once seen beyond compare. Now I curse the time it takes to reach my Cavern girl.
0: Back to back songs there from Paddy Riley. First of all we had Cavan Girl and uh, followed up there by Slieve On. So to my good friends from Cavan, one in New York, Seamus Smith, and to another one down in Waterford, Gigi McDonagh. McDonough, I hope you're calmed down now and you're all set uh, for the, the next big day out. And I'm sure Cavan will go on and beat Dublin uh, in the semi-final and uh, Mayo and Tipperary face off in the other uh, semi-final. And uh, wouldn't it be a fantastic uh, achievement if you had the likes of Tipperary and Cavan in an All-Ireland final? Uh, the bad news is, if you're a, a Meath fan, Dublin hammered Meath the other day. And Dublin uh, are looked like they're unstoppable unstoppable to win their uh, sixth All-Ireland title in a row. But uh, we we'll give you the scores of, of the games last week. And of course, there's more games this weekend. No crowds, but the hurlers out this weekend. Galway overcame tip on Saturday night by a point in the hurling, scoring a goal in the last minute. So they take on Limerick. Uh, who the last played uh, two years ago in the Championship. Limerick beating them in the All-Ireland Final. And uh, the good old um, Kilkenny Cats, uh, they're out against their neighbours Waterford uh, as well this weekend. And of course, the football, Ireland Final, I think, takes place uh, the first weekend in December. Uh, maybe I think it's uh, the 13th and the... Uh, football hurler in the 13th and the football a week later don't forget you can watch some of these games or go back and look over the back games if you uh, want by subscribing to gaago.ie ie. right we look at the headlines first in the Irish independent today from opening windows to calling in the army for contact tracing 10 ideas from the Doyle on easing lockdown. The Doyle has debated how lockdown restrictions should be eased and they're making 10 suggestions here on uh, how that's going to happen. So it looks like that next week, restaurants and hotels uh, will be able to open. The Irish Times are saying shops, hairdressers and hotels expected to reopen next week. Uh, And um, Joe Biden... Um, made a, uh, had an interview with uh, the Irish uh, reporter in Washington today and uh, he said that it's uh, so important that the Irish border uh, stays open. Uh, speaking to RT News in, in Wilmington, Delaware, he said, we do not want a guarded border. We want to make sure so we've, we've worked too hard uh, to get Ireland worked out. I've talked with the British Prime Minister, I've talked with the Taoiseach and I've talked with others such as the French Prime Minister. So the idea of uh, him, uh, what do you call it, um, being obviously taken over in the White House. Trump pretty much has um, conceded now, although he won't say that. He did a, a great job today. He saved the life of a turkey. and uh, But uh, Thanksgiving tomorrow over in the States. And I know we have a few people listening in the States. So I hope uh, if you're listening to this around Thanksgiving, you're having a, a nice Thanksgiving day. But we'll come back with more stories. But uh, the latest figures today on covid uh, where about 230 uh, new cases, in fact, 226 new cases and six further deaths. So still quite high compared to what we're having here in New Zealand. In like fact, very high, but uh, at least things seem to be moving in the right direction. But the big worry is uh, what will happen if they open up uh, the border, open up the, well, pubs are going to open. They can serve meals, but it's unlikely they'll open up pubs that um, don't uh, serve meals. But there there's big lobbying going on so the government have to weigh up uh, what's the best thing to do and obviously people will be able to move between um, various parts of Ireland uh, over the Christmas uh, holidays. Alright, we'll head off here with Emer Quinn and The Voice. <laughs> Aimer Quinn there, and the voice, and you're listening to uh, Ireland Calling, which is brought to you with the support of uh, the Hugh Green Group. So wherever you're listening tonight, I hope uh, you're enjoying uh, the program. And just to, to recap, uh, the government have been debating uh, overnight. Up, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel has taken off here. We'll have to put him on hold for a minute, but we'll give him, we we'll let him in the back door now in a second. But anyway, the government have been. Um, obviously, deciding on uh, whether what level Ireland should move to. So it looks like they're going to from a level five down to a level three something, and uh, which will mean that uh, shops, hairdressers, hotels uh, will probably be able to open uh, next week. But no decision has been made yet as regards uh, pubs and uh, what will happen in the lead up to, to Christmas. Obviously, people feel if there's too many people um, travelling around the country if there's wet pubs that are open. It could cause uh, major issues. So, obviously, big decisions to be made uh, by the government uh, on deciding how f- much or how far they should go with the, the various um, restrictions uh, to be uh, lifted. Uh, what else has happened? There's stark um, pictures here of, like, Grafton Street here. I think it's... Gra- no, it's not. It's the one behind Grafton Street, South William Street, where there's been a few drinking parties in recent weeks, but there's about 10 people on the street here walking around at the, at, at the moment. Which is obviously, you know, distressing time for uh, the Irish um, people in the hospitality and indeed the retail uh, sector. Uh, we mentioned about football at the start of the the program, and uh, no luck for the Irish rugby team last weekend. Uh, they were well beaten uh, by England, and uh, not a, a great debut for uh, James Ryan, first time captaining uh, the team. Uh, what else has been happening? Well, it seems to be COVID and uh, shopping and stuff. Uh, the weather at the moment that's dominating all the news over there in in, in Ireland we looked through other parts of the papers and other bits of news over the last week later on tonight but we'll head off uh, with Daniel, he's waiting here to be let out he's been locked up for the last few months so Daniel, take it away there (music)
3: My heart told me we would never part, so stand beside me, don't ever let me be alone again. Stand beside me, stand beside me, or if I should lose you, I just couldn't But everything goes wrong, but darling I won't care If I know you're standing there, no matter what we have to do Together we can see it through, so stand beside me And I'll be standing right there next to you Stand beside me, stand beside me For if I should lose you, I just couldn't Stand beside me, stand beside me You're the only one who ever made me care Stand beside me, stand beside me For if I should lose you, I just couldn't get anywhere Stand beside me, stand beside me You're the only one who ever made me care
0: Yes, you're the only one who ever made me care. There's Daniel and stand beside me. And will Daniel be a special guest on the special toy show, on Late Late Toy Show, which uh, is on this Friday night, the 27th. And if you're um, interested, it's one of the most popular programmes on RTÉ. Uh, television every year. It's on free to air. You can get on there and watch it uh, if you log on to RTE or the RTE player. And uh, there's some fantastic uh, scenes uh, from previous years up there on the RTE website at the moment. Now, RTE, the national broadcaster, uh, a few of their staff and presenters, high-profile presenters, got into trouble because they shared photographs online of a farewell to one of their colleagues uh, that uh, took place uh, last week. And, of course, the government. Uh, are pleading with people not together in, in groups of more than two or three but uh, these pictures went off uh, went around uh, social media showing people uh, celebrating and farewelling their colleague so as a result of that the CEO or the Director General of RTE has to front up against uh, the Doyle um, Committee to answer some questions so uh, a bit like the, the old golf tournament over in Connemara in August uh, whether Any of these high-profile presenters will lose their job because they obviously breached uh, COVID rules. I doubt it, but they've all apologised and uh, uh, it's hoped that uh, things will will move on. And speaking of uh, that golf gate, everything's gone really quiet this week uh, regarding the Supreme Court judge uh, Seamus Wolfe because the government basically said uh, they won't be taking any further action or taking any action uh, against uh, Seamus Wolfe. It'll be up to... His peers in the, in the the legal system to decide his fate. In fact, um, you know there's there's nothing uh, left to be decided. He will he will be appointed. Has to he has been appointed. He, he'll start sitting and taking cases in the uh, Supreme Court from February. He did agree uh, to take no pay, take a pay cut or take a, a pay freeze for three months uh, as punishment for breaching uh, COVID regulations by attending that golf uh, outing and uh, dinner. But uh, the government have said they will not be supporting anybody that calls for impeachment, although I do see one of the uh, other independent TDs, Murphy, uh, is planning to, to put a, what do you call it, a motion through to the Doyle next week. Most members in the Doyle are um, more interested in getting the Minister for Justice Helen McAtee in to answer questions, not about the golf gate, but how indeed Seamus Wolfe was appointed in the first place. But it looks like uh, at this stage, Taoiseach has decided that uh, he won't be uh, putting his um, uh, Justice Minister in front of her uh, parliamentary colleagues uh, to answer some questions. All right, we'll take another song here and see. Might as well go with this one. McGowan there and the late Kirstie McCall and Fairy Tale in New York City uh, normally play that the last uh, week in November and uh, as we're heading into what's known as Black Friday, I see uh, there's just so many uh, articles about it in every paper and uh, ads in papers here and online and this is something that um, obviously has stemmed from America and it'll probably make uh, Amazon a fortune because the day after Thanksgiving Day which is uh, tomorrow in America Uh, Friday. That Friday is the most um, traded day people buying groceries or buying gifts and buying stuff online and um, it's the same thing is happening here as well. But I was listening to um, some cyber expert and uh, head of the police investigation to cyber activity in Ireland this morning uh, when I was out from the early morning. Walk with my dog Seamus and um, they were just warning people to be very careful about uh, buying stuff online this year. There's so many people out there uh, with various uh, scams to try to, to lure people uh, to websites that may look like being uh, the, the the normal uh, sites, but they're definitely not. Some of the most read stories in Ireland, I see here where Bloomberg ranks New Zealand top in the fight against COVID-19. And uh, you've got to click there to find out how Ireland did, but we certainly, Ireland didn't do as well as um, New Zealand. And uh, Joe Biden does not want to see a garden border in Ireland after Brexit, that's story number six, being the most read one. Steril, crazy Dutch holidaymakers start to descend on a Caribbean island for Christmas. Uh, How much damage might your money be doing on Black Friday? Shops, hairdressers and hotels expected to reopen. And um, the most read story today is about a son putting an elderly dad uh, under pressure to sign over land. And i would say it here, my husband and I in our 80s, he's inherited land from his sister, it's in his name. Our son is putting pressure on his 87-year-old father to hand over the land, which is about 10 acres of prime land. We have no security, only the house we live in. Have I, as his wife, any right to have my name on the deeds? All we want is security in the event of nursing home care. All all will be theirs when we pass on. And this is a a story that's uh, written into the Irish Times. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but uh, we just saw recently that tragedy in in Cork uh, where... um, a father and son planned to uh, murder uh, another son and then um, shot themselves and uh, the wife uh, survived down in cantorkin County Cork. So I can see why people are uh, reading it's the most read story in the Irish Times website at the moment. Son putting elderly dad under pressure to sign over land. Well, speaking of land, we'll come back and look through the farming pages of the uh, Farming Independent in a few minutes. I remember learning this man's poetry when he was at school, Raftery, but anyways, Eleanor Shandry with um, the raftery, raftery.
1: Raftery So Soledad-
0: Micheal Rafferty and uh, those of you that uh, went to school in Ireland in the sixties and seventies, like I did, you might have done, uh, learned some of his poems. Rafferty, pretty sure, was the, the blind uh, poet. You're listening to Ireland Calling, brought to you with the support of the Hugh Green Group, and um, listen to us on a Wednesday night in Auckland, Saturday night in Christchurch, Sunday. ...afternoon in Capitaly Coast, Sunday night in Wellington, and uh, any other night of the week on uh, planetaudio.org.nz. Hopefully you're enjoying the programme and the selection of music and the bits and pieces of news from Ireland. As I do each week, we always have a look at the Irish um, Farming Independent, which comes out of the far Irish Independent on the Tuesday, and there's a lovely picture of Eric O'Brien and Niall Crowley of Crowley Agri-Contractors. They're harvesting uh, sugar beet in perfect conditions at Garethstown and County Cork last weekend. The sugar beet was grown by Niall Crowley and was supplied as cattle feed for the West Cork market. Of course, uh, in bygone years, 40 years ago, you had four sugar plants. You had uh, one in Toome, which was a, a big employer uh, for people in, in that northeast Galway and um, Mayo, uh, South Mayo region. Uh, you had uh, Mallow, Carlo and uh, where was the third one? There was a fourth uh, factory. Maybe there was three down, two in Cork. And, uh, of course, um, Carlo was the last one. That um, was um, operating. Maybe there's only three, Chum, Mallow and um, uh, Carlo. But of course, uh, all the factories closed down and uh, with uh, more and more sugar cane coming in from developing parts of the world. But interesting to see that some farmers still grow beet and uh, use it uh, as a feed for um, cattle as they will be down here. Mark said to get the green light for uh, return of buyers coming to the ringside. Department to give Mark managers details on how regulations will work after the country exit uh, the current COVID lockdown next week. Ulster farmers says no to being excluded from Irish grass-fed beef designation. Uh, Cross-border response, Agriculture Minister uh, McConnellog and his Northern Ireland counterpart, Edwin Poots, Charlie McConnellog, uh, pictured in Moonbeg, Bally Buffet, last week with gumboots on uh, after a peat landslide that caused uh, devastation in the area. So a cross-border group has been set up to investigate the slippage and address the uh, resulting uh, pollution in the Moorne Beg and Derg rivers. Uh, what else has happened Forestry licence backlog is twice as bad as the official figure, according to Michael Fitzmaurice. Always in the news, Michael is. Uh, Farmer Fury on Tashka Delay's vital 200 million cheese facility. Glanby's plan to develop a new 200 million uh, cheese factory in South Kilkenny has been dealt a blow. Uh, obviously, the environmental group and Tashka are objecting to the current plan, so that's obviously uh, a, a disappointment for people that were looking forward to obviously building that in the first place and then uh, getting work. Glanby, along with Kerry Group, uh, one of the, the leading successful uh, Dairy companies in Ireland, a uh, farming couple lose appeal over alleged reckless linden. A farming couple have lost their appeal over decision that AIB is entitled to a judgment against them arising from loans advanced more than ten years ago to acquire development lands in Slovakia. yeah things were really wild ten years ago. People buying land in Poland and Eastern Europe and stuff and using obviously uh, are given personal guarantees. Uh, to uh, get money from the banks and now it's coming back to haunt uh, a lot of people. Um, IFA need to get real about the future of the dairy industry according to Dara Macora, He runs a mixed farm in Mead and uh, Dara reckons the dairy industry needs EPA licensing in order to protect its social license to keep uh, producing. I'll have to read that later and there's a big article here about the IFA a few years ago when the saga that rocked it to its core. Five years ago this month, the IFA was thrown into turmoil when its then-General Secretary Pat Smith and President eric Downey resigned as a full-scale of top-level remuneration in the association was revealed to grassroots members. And I think um, the money that these guys were getting was um, enormous. I think, um, um, I think the secretary at the time was on nearly half a million or something but uh, certainly um, there was uproar and uh, they've basically uh, come back and um, to to, um, tell the executive because he believes that Smith is earning 300,000 excluding pension and car benefits and he calls uh, a vote this is all but in fact uh, Smith's remuneration was more than that it was 450,000 and this is a time when farming was going through tough times even though he was a good marketeer and brought in a lot of money Uh, people felt that that just was too much money uh, to be um, on in Ireland. And finally tapping into the potential of a tillage farm steeped in uh, tradition uh, Maurice Deasy is rejuvenating a family farm with the launch of a craft beer produced using the ingredients and power source from his land in North uh, Tipperary and um, I'm just looking at him here near Aglish in North Tipperary there he is, it's called Canvas Brewery Right, we'll go back to the music here and um, Might as well go with this one, The Wolf Tones. there. is in Ireland there, the Wolf Tones and uh, of course uh, our hearts are in Ireland, um, you know, a lot of the time and I hope this programme brings you back to Ireland for at least uh, a little while each week and I know uh, many people may have had plans ready to visit Ireland uh, over Christmas. I know that uh, I was lucky enough to be back there for the last uh, last Christmas and and, and two years before that and uh, had planned maybe to go this year but obviously put that off now till uh, next year. But um, I know lots of people will be disappointed that um, they weren't able to uh, travel uh, this year. Well, yes, I got up in the early hours of Monday morning and uh, to see how, um, what do you call it, um, Cavan and uh, Tipperary, how much they would have lost by against uh, Donegal and Cork. And uh, there was unbelievable excitement. Actually, the Cavan game wasn't over by the time it was just half time in that game against Donegal. And they were, I think, down by two points uh, at halftime. And uh, within an hour, they were Ulster champions for the first time since 1997. But earlier in the day, there was even bigger celebrations, if you could call them that, on Porky Quay when the footballers of Tipperary, for the first time in 85 years, uh, they won the Munster um, final. And uh, they now take on um, Mayo in the All-Ireland uh, semi-final. And Cavan... Uh, uh, for their heroic efforts down and down in Donegal that everybody thought uh, would uh, give a good game to Dublin uh, they are now uh, going to play Dublin who on uh, Saturday evening uh, they, they beat Meade by a few points a lot three, three goals and 21 points to Meade's nine points and I think it was about 2.15 or something to two points at half time and everybody thought it might have been uh, the floodgates might have opened. But um, obviously the question is, what can you do with Dublin? Should you split it in two? Or, um, you know, the the resources that they have behind them. And everybody taught me that we're going to um, obviously give Dublin a game. But uh, it might work to Dublin's disadvantage. Uh, people are saying maybe they should go and play Cavan in an Ulster um, venue or play them even in, in Navin halfway because it doesn't make any difference. As crowd numbers, nobody can go to the game and uh, as I said Cavan won 13 uh, Donegal um, Donegal what was the Donegal we'll get down here to the um, Ulster uh, Championships Cavan won 13 Donegal 12 points uh, 113 that's 16 points to 12 so a 4 point um, win and uh, the day before back in um, the week before of course Mayo beat uh, Galway by a point so Mayo against Tipperary and uh, that game uh, will be coming up on the 6th of December and uh, before that, Saturday week, you've got uh, Dublin against Cavan. Uh, and as I said, you can watch uh, the games on uh, gaago.ie. And the Hurling games were played uh, last weekend. Uh, you had uh, the qualifier rounds, uh, Galway uh, 3.23, uh, Tipperary 2.24. So Galway uh, scoring um, a goal literally in, in the last minute. Uh, to get them uh, into an All Ireland semi-final game against uh, Limerick uh, this Sunday at Crow Park, and uh, before that on Saturday, Kilkenny take on Waterford after Waterford beat Clare three twenty-seven to three eighteen. And if things were normal, you know, there'd be Crow Park would be sold out. Imagine uh, Cavan uh, against Dublin or Tipperary Mayo. It, there would be two sell sell-out games, but uh, obviously uh, that's not possible um, uh, this with what's happening and like the pages sports pages of the Monday papers there's so much sport in them are just so full of uh, news all about uh, Gaelic games that would normally be um, in the papers in May, June, July and August and uh, this time of the year it would be full of soccer and and rugby but uh, there's still quite a bit of soccer and uh, rugby uh, in the papers as well and um, if you're a Liverpool fan you'll know that they beat Leicester City 3-0 and I'm just looking here at the um, where England uh, beat Ireland. Beat them very well. And um, not a great debut for James Ryan as captain. He missed about three lineouts. But England 18, Ireland 7. And Ireland scored that uh, try late in the game. And uh, that was all the, the big sports news that took place in Ireland last uh, weekend. Moving along. Uh, looking at my watch here to see. We've got another ten minutes left on the programme. And uh, for all the Liverpool fans out there celebrating... Moving back up near the top of the championship.
3: Say it on
0: that's the Dubliners singing Leaving a Liverpool and this is uh, in front of that album is called The Dubliners at their finest and there's a young looking Ronnie Drew Luke Kelly John Sheehan Barney McKenna and Ciaran uh, Burke so Ciaran is gone Barney's gone John's still alive but Luke and Ronnie so uh, the Dubliners at their best the leaving of Liverpool and I'll be leaving you um, shortly in about four minutes time And um, while I was playing that song, I was just looking at some of the headlines in the the local paper, the Herald, and I see there's a possibility, well, it's a definite possibility they're going to have to move on their elephants. But uh, Dublin Zoo came out last week and said that they were in dire financial circumstances. Uh, It's costing over half a million a month uh, euro to uh, just run the zoo, feed the animals and pay staff. And uh, obviously with no visitors, they had about 1.3 million people visiting last year. And they've had about 400,000 this year. So they were using up all their cash reserves. So the executive director of the zoo went on Morning Ireland. And then within a few hours, nearly half a million had come in. And uh, within a day or two, over a million. And the government has said that they will certainly make sure that uh, Dublin Zoo will be uh, supported. So, again, another issue. Uh, as a result of uh, what's happened with uh, COVID nineteen, so hopefully enjoyed the program. No doubt, if you're listening and you're from Cavan and Tipperary and you hadn't heard the news, you'd be delighted to know that uh, your team uh, are heading to All Ireland semi-finals. They may not get further than that, but uh, certainly uh, they've uh, achieved a hell of a lot uh, to win their provincial titles. And uh, who knows uh, what will happen? And believe it or not, it was the same pairings for the All Ireland semi-final. Back in 1920. Speaking of 1920, uh, the celebrations, although muted celebrations, took place in Crow Park uh, and indeed at at, at Poggy Cueve on Sunday to mark the um, uh, 100th anniversary of Bloody Sunday in in Crow Park in in Dublin. And again, uh, obviously everybody uh, social distancing and wearing masks, but the Dublin team did lay a wreath uh, at the uh, base of uh, Hill 16. All right, I'll leave you tonight uh, with, uh, what have we got here? we we'll go with Big Tom, and uh, we'll be back next week with another edition of Ireland Conning.
1: The
4: sounds of Boxcar, will you how to take me back again? In my childhood days in Blaney, when I saw my first teen train he was standing at the station with her smoke like black and toes. As you left for Anne's killing, heading on the dun eagle. the first turn that I rode, this train, oh, how my girl heart fed. I was just another immigrant on my way to stop from factories and from fairs. She also doves the pilgrim to not dare to say the prayers. Going to an North Shore she was reloaded down as she steamed away through Valley Bay to the game close time. Our Taranus tunnel is one hour and the footbridge is now down. There's a roll of bread. Because it's where the real we get strong sworn, there are many men, many. you still her kids again. You prefer the call and lose your heart from the G and steam train.